I'd like you guys to do me a favor and imagine that you've just moved into a town or a house that is located in a town that is a little bit remote, whether it's, you know, the United States or anywhere in the world that you are. Imagine you live in a town that's outside of a city and you have some neighbors, but it's kind of like farmland. It's very distant apart. But there's one thing that you do know for sure. There's a military base or a military town rather that is used for reasons that you're not really familiar with. But from what you hear, you know, rumors and rumblings and things like this, it's used for military training exercises. But when you go out one evening to take a look with some your binoculars, right, to go see, you know, what's going on in this town, you see very small figures. And then you think, OK, you know, my eyes are just playing tricks on me. Right. You go to sleep. You wake up the next day and you go and uh, you check your security cameras. You know, let's just assume you got security cameras outside your house like a lot of people do. You check your backyard. You see an item, a very weird metallic looking item pop up, very oddly shaped, right? And then all of a sudden it disappears. You check the cameras again and you realize, holy shit, something did pop up and then it disappeared again. So what do you do? You, do, you assume you do the right thing, right? You call the police and you say, listen, maybe something might have happened here. What have you? Can you explain it? The police then call the feds. The feds then call who knows who they call. And then all of a sudden, a helicopter from the town, the military town or the alleged military town, a helicopter flies up and literally comes, you know, 10, 15 kilometers away and lands in your backyard. They say, and it's two men in black that come out and that's it. And they say, listen, they're very weirdly shaped faces, what have you, but they're so adamant and and they seem so aggravated you don't really have time to look at their faces they say listen give us those tapes and that's it we'll be done with it it's as simple as that even the way that the people and the, the, the men in black are speaking is weird right so the only other time this has occurred is actually in the uss nimitz situation now it's not about this episode's not about that but for those familiar i just wanted to uh to give a quick example of you know men in black showing up taking camera footage and then disappearing right now before i do that i want to give a few shout outs actually quite a handful to calicia as well as to rumors of instinct podcast as well as a shout out to genius he's helped me with some of this research so thank you my friend as well as to dollar head a and as well um I'd like to give a shout out to EFOGGHB. My friend, I'd like to thank you specifically very much. This gentleman is a veteran. He served, and I have tremendous respect for the military. Uh, because of these gentlemen and these women, uh, I'm allowed to do what I do, and you guys are also free to watch this too, and that's the whole, that's the beauty of it. So I have tremendous respect for the military. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Dojo Reporter, Rue FPV, Chris Cox, uh, Hayden, Glasgow Rangers and uh, Scorpius Dragon. Hopefully I, I pronounced that correctly. Guys, thank you so much. We did a live stream yesterday. We're going to be doing it every Saturday, totally free. I do my best to read every single question and answer all of them. And it was a really fun time. My throat is still a little bit raspy or sore from last night. So if you could just forgive me as we go throughout this episode. Now, let's jump into it. So, the field. The holograph-induced prison where non-friendlies are detained. Guys, we got a lot to cover here. This is going to be exciting. So, Again, please excuse me if I tapes, take some more sips of water than usual. So, first off, let's start as we always do. What does FIELD stand for? This took me like three weeks to discover finally what it stood for. Forcible infusion of EBEs leading to destruction. Now, there's a lot of conflicts between different species and different factions within a extraterrestrial species where certain factions are not really happy with certain procedures that humans have here in on Earth, not even in the West or in Europe or you name it or in Africa, just overall. And so when they don't listen after a certain amount of time, their order 
ordered by the Galactic Federation and given permission from the Andromedan Council to actually allow humans to detain certain kinds. Now, most of them end up being tall greys just because their ideas are very radical and sporadic. Now, the question then becomes, where do you put them? You put them in Antarctica? No, there's way too many things there, which I'll be doing an episode on in the coming days. You put them in Georgia? You put them in, where do you put them in? You put them in like a, in, in Vegas, in Area 51? Where do you put them? right? You put them in the weird, mysterious military towns where there's very little accessible visibility except for the people that live close to there, right? Now, the next thing you might ask is, Dave, why would you punish these extraterrestrials? What's the point? Well, when you have extraterrestrials that are creating synthetic Merkabas, okay, that are trying to open forbidden stargates or create forbidden stargates that are artificially manufactured in a holographic sense, and I'll get to that in a second, what happens is you disrupt the cosmic balance of things. And no matter if a species is self-serving or if they're just trying to help other species like the Nordics are or if, you know, the reptilians are known to be more self-serving, there is a common understanding. Just like if you look at the moon, for example, many whistleblowers have said on the dark side of the moon, there are multiple extraterrestrial bases where a lot of these ETs do not get along with each other. But there's a cosmic understanding. They will not hurt one another no matter how many times they've battled things out and what have you. Now... The more interesting thing I want to get to, though, is that we first have to understand, okay, what holograms are. Because a lot of people think holograms is just technology that just pops up and that's it. Now, if you take a look at Project Carrot, what you're going to find, and I apologize for constantly referencing back to this episode, but you're going to find multiple whistleblowers discussing that ho holography is actually a form of infusion of technology and spirituality in a lot of ways. Now, you might say, Dave, what does this have to do with the example that you gave at the very beginning of the episode where you said that something popped up in your backyard and then disappeared? I'm glad you guys asked. So let's take a look. Express.co.uk, let's pictured, and I quote, robot and bizarre UFO mysteriously snapped by static camera. Now, here's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to take a look okay, at the date that this was released, October 6, 2016, now keep that in mind, and as we scroll down, take a look at this, a weird UFO is spotted, weirdly shaped, and then in this gentleman's backyard, this metallic object appears, and then take a look, it disappears after that, what is that, that is what a lot of people would refer to as something called a glitch in the matrix, right? The matrix being, you know, this uh, alleged simulation that we live in, but that's not even the best thing. So we must redefine the term holograms. However, this is where it gets even more interesting. Have you guys heard of Planet Nine? And you might say, Dave, whoa, why are you bringing this up? Why are you connecting this? Well, let's take a look very, very quickly, okay? And this is according to the BBC.com. And I quote, strange things are happening at the outer edges of our solar system. An object up to 10 times the mass of Earth is pulling others towards it. Is it a planet or something else? Now, we can read the whole thing. It talks about the general dimensions of the size of this alleged planet 9. Now, this is what's interesting too. Planet 9 is actually a planet that produces something called decentralized holographs. Okay, not holographs in the way that we think of it, but something substantially more powerful in frequencies and vibrational brains. Now, the Andromedan Council and the Galactic Federation have told the United States government, as well as other major world countries, that each solar system, respective to its uh, gravitational orbit, must have a decentralized planet that allows for holographic technology to be transported to and from different solar systems. Now, I want to point something else out here very quickly, guys. Notice the word decentralized. 
Do you notice something? And this is a connection that might sound crazy, it might not. Do you notice the word decentralized has been used a lot in public society lately? Very uh, sporadically, specifically having to do with things like blockchain and quantum computing. There's suddenly talk of de a decentralized internet, a decentralized this, a decentralized that. It's no coincidence that this article that came out, by the way, this year, 16th of February, just last week, all right, talks about a decentralized planet. How do you explain that? You can't, at least not in the most conventional terms. Now, that has to do with something called the replication crisis, but we'll get to that in a second. Now, Planet 9 is the source behind holograms because, again, each respective solar system must abide by the Galactic Federation and the Andromedan Council's rules that allow them to emit this type of holographic frequencies to keep things in order. This is part of the cosmic balance of the overall time aspect of time travel, teleportation, and things like this. Now, I want to show you guys something interesting as well. Take a look at this patent here. This is thanks to Genius. I'm very, uh, very thankful for this, my friend. Um, if we look here, it's called Method of Gravity distortion and time displacement now this is where they hide things inside of the stuff they're trying to make it seem like they're hiding publicly when they really aren't and what i mean by that is this they want you to be distracted by all of this gravity distortion and anti-gravity patents but take a look at this circle within this patent on page one by the way they put it right in your face look at the circle here this area is not to scale this is the same geometrical dimensions as described as the alleged planet nine now i'm not saying this is proof but this is evidence there's a difference evidence Evidence means that we have probable cause to suggest that there's a connection. Proof means like, no, 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 it's right here. We got it. That's it. I don't have the proof, but we have the evidence. There's a difference, right? So if we take a look here and we scroll down even to page two, what we're going to see is that coincidentally, holograms and fusion energy are used inside of the anti-gravity patents. They're hiding the most significant objects and occurrences and apparatuses inside of patents they know people are going to look at, but they know that people are going to be so focused on the anti-gravity aspect, they're not even going to care, right? Now, you might say, Dave, what's next? How can we connect this somewhere else? Here's the thing that I found so interesting. I'm, I'm so lucky that I was able to connect this, actually. Let's take a look at this article from Newsweek.com, and I quote, Dyatlov past tourists go missing while visiting... Area of Mysterious Hiking Incident. Now, let's take a look at when this uh, article was posted. This was posted February 10th of this year, okay? Just a handful of days before the Planet 9 article. Now, here's what's interesting. On the 10th, the Planet 9 was, uh, was publicly announced by scientists all over the world as being a possible legitimate planet with unexplainable holographic technology, is it a coincidence that the same day this planet is announced, these people in Dyatlov Pass go missing? Could there be a quote-unquote glitch in the matrix similar to what we saw at the beginning of this episode, where the security camera shows something popped up in this gentleman's backyard and then suddenly disappeared? Right? Could this have to do with certain greys that are being held captive within certain towns, military towns, well, they say military towns, but and I say that with air quotes, and they're still trying to attempt to create synthetic Merkabas that are creating forbidden stargates that don't end up succeeding, but they cause a slight ripple in the matrix for those that are around the general area, such as people who live near these towns, right? Now, those who live near these towns, I've been told by a lot of people personally that they experience very weird things. Now, the next thing I want to look at here, too, is now please do not turn away, guys. I, I know this sounds crazy, but just bear with me. And this is the only connection I've been able to make, but I got to say it because we got to say it like it is. 
let's take a look at FEMA camps. Now, there's been a lot of conspiracy theories over the years that FEMA, FEMA uh, which is, I think, the Federal Emergency Management, something like that, having to do with managing everything, um, you know, disaster related in the United States, whether natural or not. If we notice here, if you take an EMF device to these alleged FEMA camps, these empty Walmart stores, these empty super stores and things like this, what you're going to notice, guys, is you're going to see that your EMF device, just a basic EMF reader, has the same frequency as the objects and the backyards of the people that live next to these military towns. That's what's also interesting. Not just that, but it has the same frequency that is emitted in the area that the alleged Dyatlov Pass hikers disappeared from. Not just the current hikers, but also the ones from many, many years ago from the first incident. And guess what frequency that is? 440 hertz. I don't think that's a coincidence by any stretch. And maybe I'm wrong, guys. Maybe I am. But I don't think that's a coincidence. Now, the next thing I also want to talk about, too, is I want to talk about replication crisis. Now, let's take a look. According to Wikipedia, the replication crisis is an ongoing methodological crisis in which it has been found that many scientific studies are difficult or impossible to replicate or reproduce. The replication crisis most severely affects the social sciences and medicine, end quote. Now, social sciences meaning, you know, telepathy, uh, quantum healing, things like this. They say it cannot be replicated, but this is a perfect example, again, of the DISC theory, the distributive idea suppression complex, where people in general have these scientific ideas like Tesla did. They attempt them, they work, but then the science community at large Try, fiddles with the experiment so that when they try to replicate it, it doesn't work. Why? Because they need to classify that. They need to say it doesn't work so the public doesn't start getting fishy about certain things, right? Now, this is exactly how they say, oh, this is pseudoscience. This is fake. This is not legit. And then they just pay all the main uh, all the mainstream media scientists to go on the mainstream news networks and say, no, this is impossible. Then everyone forgets about it and that's it, right? Now, the next thing you might ask me is, Dave, how the hell or what do they do, believe it or not, at these towns, these small towns where these tall greys go? Do they torture them? What do they do with them? Well, this is when it's going to get a little bit controversial. So you ever heard of, again, I've said this many times and actually for, I know some of you watch with your children. So I'm going to give you like five, 10 seconds before I go on. If you want to put your, um, if you want to put your kids uh, to the side or so they don't hear this. So I'll just wait like five seconds. Okay, you good. All right. So. What they do there is, and I mentioned this before, they do the same thing that they do in the deep underground military bases. Not all of these towns, but some of these towns have intrinsic Mach 2 or even Mach 3 speed connections that connect to the underground military bases. And it's a perfect ploy to only connect them to the certain bases where a lot of genetic, I guess we could argue, unethical experimentation is going on. So it's kind of like the rape racks, for example. You know, you, you throw one, just like they do with animals. You throw one in, boom, you clamp them together, boom, get the other body, bang, that's it, right? Now... The, the, the controversial thing about that is you might say, Dave, you know, where's the evidence for this and what have you? Well, I have a handful of sources who have told me many times that this is what occurs in these towns. All right. And a lot of these people, a lot of these soldiers are not even human. A lot of them, believe it or not, are reptilians, self-serving reptilians. Now, you might say, why are they working for humans or anything like this? They don't view it like that, guys. For them, it's very simple. They're, it's transactional. They're getting something out of this. For them to capture certain gray aliens, specifically the tall grays, in a lot of ways, this is what they do, right? And they use Planet 9, which is a holographic decentralized substrate, uh, I guess we could say planetary technology, to emit certain holographic frequencies that allow 
for synthetic Merkabas to be created, but only in the appropriate way, which is why when a lot of these tall grays try to create synthetic Merkabas, they only get so far. Right. And that's why they have to start extracting certain human glands, which I get into in the in the Patreon because I can't really talk about much of it publicly. But let's do a quick recap very, very quickly. We got the small military towns. We have Planet Nine coming out on the same, being announced on the same day as these Dyatlov Pass hikers go missing. Not only that, but all of the frequencies within the FEMA camps tend to line up with the same 440 hertz as described in these people's backyards that live close to some of the, some of these military towns, not all. On top of that, we also have the same frequency in the FEMA camps, and we have the same frequency, excuse me, we have the same frequency going on. In these significant areas where experiments occur on top of the alleged deep underground military bases, right? So there's so much to connect here. And this is a combination, guys, of using psychological warfare to use to take the word decentralized and implant it into society. So when things like these articles come out that are predispositioned and premeditated and pre-planned, we don't think anything of it twice over. We think, okay, whatever, right? And then on top of that, they want us to focus on anti-gravity patents because to them, anti-gravity is a joke. We've had anti-gravity since the 50s. Are you kidding me? Anti-gravity is a joke to them. You know what really this is really about? It's about patent, patenting certain technologies and apparatuses within these anti-gravity patents that just seem to be basic little diagrams. But again, we look at the anti-gravity patent. I'll put it up on the screen one last time. And we're going to see here that this geometric circle within this anti-gravity quote-unquote alleged device is the same geometric shape as this alleged planet 9. So we have to look at all the angles here. If we don't, then what's the point, right? We got to call it like it is. So I want you guys to let me know what you think. This might have not been the most exciting, but to me it is in a lot of ways just because of the amount of connections I've been able to make. So thank you guys so much again. For those on Patreon, we have a members-only episode coming out tomorrow. We're going to be analyzing some fantastic footage. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you guys later. Cheers.